going on everybody it's Blair Johnson coming at you from the badass records podcast studio where we talk about your music and your story um, if you want to be a guest on an episode hit me up either through Gmail which is uh, badass records podcast at gmail.com or find me on find the podcast rather on Twitter or Instagram uh, if you go to badassrecordspodcast.com you can find uh, all the episodes story about the show, a merch tab, get yourself a beanie or a coffee mug. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you enjoy the show. But anyway, here we are. Uh, you will probably need to bring the step ladder over for you to start the third yeah. column the next yeah the next uh column. which will be episode 61 of badass records podcast nice. and back from behind thank you back from behind the cloudy etched glasses l1m grimes <laughs> jr <laughs> private eye <laughs> <laughs> um wow so 13 months ago uh you came for episode three yeah and we talked talked a lot of family we talked marvin gay yeah. pearl jam and uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, it was uh, Nas. Nas. Yes. Nas. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was written. It was written. Um, which, like, that was, I mean, now I've listened to it and uh, Illmatic. And, yeah. like, I feel like I can't uh, turn a page without him popping up yeah. some. I'm like, how yeah. did I not see this for? <laughs> He's all over the place. Yeah. He's really, really influential. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I don't remember. I remember liking it was written, but I don't remember um, quite the like. If you listen to that opening New York track from mm-hmm. uh, from Illmatic, yeah. he's like fucking mad. Yeah, and I, I'm like, oh, like I really like this, but it's also a little intimidating. I don't remember that being the case, and it was written. No, I think. Well, I think that the opening skit on it was written is what's really jarring because it's like yes, them having a yes, conversation yes, about yes. escaping slavery. That's right. Yeah. Now I remember and that. You're just kind of like, what is right. happening right now? Yeah. But he, I feel like in some of the verses for that lead off track of Illmatic, he's like mad at some people in the game. Maybe. Uh, I'd have to go back and listen yeah. to Illmatic, but uh, yeah, I think that that one, okay, because I remember when I picked up, it was written. I had gone to the store looking for. Yeah, Bill yeah, Bag, yeah. Uh huh. Um, and they were sold out. Right. And I think universally, it's most people that are Nas fans think that that's the better album. Right. I think I'm on the. I'm I've, I've gotten mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. I've gotten some people like what, and some people been like, "That's what's up." Yeah, that, that guy knows we saw. I remember now my the the dude the buddy's brother that did the episode with all the jazz records. Uh, when I said whatever you want to do, headphones or not, mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna not." I see. I said I watch Rogan. These guys are sitting four feet apart from each other, and what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like that. I, and then I was like, "But he hasn't always had somebody or multiple people producing his show. It used yeah. to be just him. Yeah, and yeah, if it's yeah. you, then you got to listen. You got to know what shit sounds oh, sure. like. Sure, sure, that, um, that makes sense. And so." that was my 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 reaction to him but then i was thinking about it again today and i was like but he 
hasn't needed them for so long now. Yeah. And he still, for every episode. Still puts them on. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I mean, I get sometimes they'll pull up a clip or whatever uh-huh. that has audio, but that's for three hour episodes times four or five a week. Yeah. You just must really be comfortable in them. <laughs> it's like, probably it's just like second nature. I mean, point, I get, right? I just, I, I wear them a lot and still after I've had them on for a long time, I take them off. I'm like fucking headphones. God. Mm. <laughs> But anyway, so um, I was telling my son just a little bit ago, he was like, who's coming today? And I told him that you were coming. He's like, he's already done one. Yeah. I was like, I know, man, but like this, I'm kind of veering down a different angle. Uh, I've got episode number 44 was a cat named Sammy Sanchez. He, he gave me three. One of them was a Tom Waits record. Okay. And I was like, I seldom come across Tom Waits and would love to, you know, put kind of put a pin in that thought. And so I hit him up and he's, he's on the calendar too. We're going to do the whole discography, oh, cool. which I mean, are, if, are you familiar with his stuff at all? No, I, I know the name and I don't think I'm familiar with it. So music. he, um, is wild. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, piano playing drunken bar room, uh, wailing into the microphone yeah. uh, is kind of if you just have a, a little glimpse into what he's been as a musician that's what you get but then he's gone all kinds of different directions too okay. um and i was like same feeling and talking to him as talking to you and which were they're were kind of happening at the same time it's like yeah that's good good show idea cool cool yeah. and then i sit down i'm like fuck this is like 16 or 17 records of his. So I started prepping for that and yeah. then turned to this. I'm like, why did I think it was going to be like seven? <laughs> so no. so episode three, we talked about some of your uh, favorite records. And today we're yeah. going to, we're going to try to make our way through both discographies, Tribe okay. Called Quest yeah. and De La Soul. And De La Soul. Uh, and speaking of that, cheers to everybody for oh, finally being able to listen yeah. to Daylaw streaming. Yes. Um, I learned a little bit uh, in, in getting ready for this, and I'm sure it'll come up more than once, but so weird to me that... Um, uh, so Fife passed away like eight months or so before the last tribe record came out yeah i remember which that. was uh, we got it from here thank you for your support from 2016 okay i mean it was like not quite ready yeah but i mean it was red they could have put it out i mean anyway it's just right and then true boy i mean right like before. three weeks or something yeah a month maybe yeah, maybe yeah maybe three weeks just like how wonderful would it be for the um, for the other guys i'm yeah. sure like to have this revival and, yeah. and people talking about you and your craft and what you've done and like just to, waiting for that forever yeah i mean so anyway uh yeah that that one i mean i was so i mean i was just sad period when i heard he had passed away and then yeah just the fact that it was weeks yeah to see part of his dream, you know, know, at that point, part of your dream come true. Yeah. Because I think that they had really, and I don't know the particulars of 
whatever deal it was that kept him off streaming and that kind of stuff. But I think they got a really bad deal. Uh, company. Well, let's so so it's Tommy Boy. Yes. Um, and uh, some folks. Uh, this I mean this is as rudimentary as a, an explanation as I can give because I don't know that much, but. Uh, I think some folks came after them for sample stuff. Okay. And so uh, Tommy Boy, um, I don't know. So so there's a legal battle, Mm -hmm. and it's just not going anywhere. And then um, I think they solved it, or Tommy Boy was like, we're not – ponying up any more money for that so so then all of a sudden it's at this it's at this hump that it can't get over okay um and then somehow oh oh so i think tommy boy arrived at a eventually arrived at a place and they're like you'll get 10 percent, and we'll get 90 and they're like get fucked yeah 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 uh but somehow uh another entity ended up buying mm-hmm. tommy boy i forget who it is yeah. and then uh th- and then they kind of created a, a different label that is also owned by the people that bought Tommy Boy. Okay. And that, I think, freed up, you know, all the things for yeah. the, for us to finally be able to stream their stuff. But, I mean, freaking years, like two, two decades. Yeah. I mean, the stuff's yeah. been... It's basically, we've been able to stream for 20 years, and I mean... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I because I picked up um, Three Feet High and Rising in 89 or 90 okay so yeah because it, it would have been yeah because i would have been a freshman at ku okay yeah. uh, i'm glad you mentioned that because i was wanting to ask um like your first introduction or exposure to hip-hop was oh probably <clears throat> i know the first album i ever bought was run dmc raising hell Okay. Okay. So that would have been eighty three. And how did you? How was it on your radar that you wanted to own that? Golly. Um. I don't. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I want to say MTV, but sure. I'm not sure that's entirely. True. Yeah. I remember that they were one of the first. I mean, obviously, other acts had been around and been recording yeah. prior to them, but they were like kind of live and in the moment. That was the first yeah. outfit that I and I was like, is this is this gonna like be a th- is this gonna be mm-hmm. around? Is this gonna last? Is yeah. this real? Yeah. And then I mean, probably as long as it took the words to come out of my mouth, it's like, oh, this is everywhere. Exploded. Like, yeah. holy shit, man! Yeah. <laughs> and exploded. I've been behind ever since. Yeah. If I would have yeah. just, I'm still playing catch up, <laughs> and I, you know, it's my favorite genre, and I'm still like, I'll put something in, and. Like I was going through Dela's discography just here and there, and there was uh, Buster Rhymes was on a track, and I'm like, I've, I've never heard this before. What? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Like, and maybe I had and just didn't wasn't paying attention. It was on in the background, whatever. And I was like, that's Busta. Oh, he's like, oh, he's more cool. than he's on more than one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really exciting for me. Um, it's kind of uh there's this bulk of the two discographies that mm-hmm. I have always known and loved. Yeah. And then there's this little portion of it that like, I think, Oh, I, I got it. 
but then I never really dove in. Yeah. Like I, I, gave, I listened to it and some shit is familiar. Yeah, sure. And then there's some other stuff that was first listens for yeah. me for this. Oh, yeah. Um, which mixed, mixed reviews there, but they, these, this is like, they all put out more records, um, which means nothing, but for that first part where mm-hmm. it's like here okay here's the records that we've known for years more or less by heart yeah like they were like da 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 and sometimes they were putting them out in the same year and in the same month oh, yeah there's at least one where it was same year a few months and then there's another one where it's same year like a few weeks okay and in the beginning they're like recording their three feet high and rising and people's ends they're in the same building like oh, down yeah. the hall from one another. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know that. dude. That's awesome. And, and then you know, it's like they're uh, not a whole lot, but there's you know they've featured for each other. Yeah, a little bit of here and there. Yeah. Um, and so I just fictitiously created this De La V Tribe kind of thing <laughs> and tug of war and uh-huh. and it's kind of like they are they were homies. Yeah, I mean, they like. They're all they're playing for the same team. Yeah, there was. No, um, I don't think there was any beef between those. N- no, two at all. no. Um, and you know, like being supportive of each other. Yeah. And so, I guess it's us that created the, to see the. Who's the? Yeah, who's the goat? You know, I fucking hate that word yeah. by now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I think we'll just run through them. Yeah. In chronological order. Cool. So we'll be jumping in and out of both bands yeah works um so three feet high and rising 89 yeah um yeah so clearing up samples uh i guess was the hold up but here it is i mean it was like um i had somebody who let's see tony did episode 46 um and he i think he texted me at like 5 45 that was it a friday morning that the 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 day long stuff yeah, March third. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Screenshot of he's in his stream. Fuck yeah! And I was just like, <laughs> I was yo. so because I I remember seeing on Instagram that they were doing like some sort of release thing at midnight of that night, and I don't I don't stay up till midnight, so it was like Thursday night at midnight, and I tried my damnedest to stay up. And stay oh, for up. real? <laughs> yeah, and I I didn't make it past like ten thirty, and. Uh, <clears throat> And so, like, the next morning, oh, so, like, the next morning, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, this is all day. We here. All day. I started on this album, track one, and I didn't listen. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't listen to anything okay. except for De La Soul. I had to go I right to Steaks, and then I went right to Balloon, and then I, I don't think, I think then I went to uh, AOI 1 and 2. Okay. And then I went, made my way back to this. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I mean, this is over a couple, you know, week and a half, two weeks. My kids are like, what's the deal? You know, I'm like, well, (laughs) is this all you're going to listen to? Pull up a chair. Here's the story. Um, so I, I really wanted to get, uh, track listings written for each one, but I didn't. So this is the only one that has it. So look, I'll pull it up on my phone. Um, but change and so, you know, when my buddy forget if it was the super bowl or afc championship game um my buddy texted me and said holy shit r.i.p true goy the dove 
What? I've had this on. This has been my screensaver since. Okay. Okay. March of the third. <laughs> nice. And I was like, I don't know who that is. It's, and he was like, plug two. And I was like, this weird wash of embarrassment for not uh-huh. knowing that that was his moniker. Yeah. Um. And then this just horror. Like, how that can't be? Where it's around. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it on the calendar. Anyway. Um. But I feel like. Um, you know, any time in the last few years that these guys have come up, and especially now with this this happening, this is the go to for people. Really love this record, yeah. and I don't think it's that great. Honestly. Really, no. So here's what I think: is that it is one of these deals where um, it was it probably might might have been the birthplace of the mind blown emoji mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when it came out. Yeah, people are like. Oh shit! It, I think it was so different. Well, yeah, because yeah, you've you've gone from you know Grandmaster Flash and all, mm-hmm. Curtis, all this stuff, uh, late seventies, early eighties, and then bam, yeah. gangster rap. Yeah, is what I know. Other stuff was out, but for some reason, rap really shoved its way and got in front of our faces. Yeah, and it was like, oh man, okay, this is there's so many you know artists and records to and uh and then all of a sudden they're like here's something that yeah. doesn't have to be aggressive it can be fun loving yeah. it can be chill mm-hmm. it can be clever and and you know intelligent yeah and i think people were just like blown away and i think it's just that's held yeah right yeah 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 um because it's i don't it's Definitely not the best De La album for me and it's there's plenty of tribe yeah. albums oh, that are okay. better than it too yeah but but, oh, Big fave for you. Oh yeah. Well, I think of all their uh, this is probably my favorite. Okay. Um but I'm also most I guess most familiar with this album because like I didn't what was the the second one was De La Soul is Dead, mm-hmm. I think, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever bought that album. I did and couldn't get into it. No. Yeah, I mean I didn't I love it now. Okay. But I don't It's I, interesting. Yeah. I uh, think that I try. I tried and probably didn't even make it all the way through once. And mm-hmm. then I found one other person who was like, "Yeah, that's not their band." I was like, "Yeah, that album sucks." <laughs> and then just file that away for yeah. the next thirty years yeah. or what? Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, change and speak is where you know you got intro and then a, the second track and then boom, mm-hmm. it's it's going. Um. Uh. Nas, Pete Rock, Quest Love. Uh, underneath my uh, Tommy Boy wanted ninety percent, and De La yeah. was going to get ten. Nas, Pete Rock, Questlove all called for a Tommy Boy boycott. Yeah, I, I remember that. Really? Yeah. Okay, I was like, that's yeah. a, that is a trio right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, those are some heavy hitters. Uh, Can you keep a secret? Awesome horn sample and all the dandruff and haircut stuff. Ellen Grimes needs a haircut. <laughs> not getting a haircut either. Uh, okay, so Reservoir Media, my notes are just smattered all over. Yeah, cool. Acquired Tommy Boy in June 2021 okay. for $100 million. Okay. All right. So, like, that's what's confusing to me is somewhere there was money to make people yeah, happy. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I don't know why it took so long, but um it's their only certified platinum record is it really yeah okay um 
So this these first three or four, you know, I think you you might have been the first person to point this out to me, but Prince Paul mm-hmm. is around for the first three or four. Yeah, producing. Least, yeah, at least for the first two, I know. Okay, right? and it seems like <clears throat> and maybe yeah, maybe three or four because it seems like people really want to point that out that and and make sure that he gets his credit. Yeah, for producing these records and. I don't know. It's, I, I guess it's warranted um, yeah. because I think, I mean, things are definitely different after he's gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't, I still don't know much at all about him. Do you know anything? No, not a whole yeah. lot. I, I, you know, I know he was really, uh, really heavily involved in the early days of hip hop and gets a lot of credit for um, producing some of the, you know, the, the bigger, names and yeah. acts and um had a lot of success doing it and i think he's still like their 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 album that came out i can't remember uh was it 2019 who daylaw i think uh, 16 was their last one was it 16 yeah um and i want to say maybe he produced a few tracks oh they're okay uh you might be right and that that you know i don't know why it's so weird. Like I can look at a a record from 1989, you know, digitally or whatever, mm-hmm. and look at the track listing, yeah, and see all these features. I'm like, oh man, yeah. And then I look at one from 2016, and it's got all these features, and I'm like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because like uh, I knew who a lot of these people were before they made that this record with this oh, group gotcha right, you know so it's like i'm um, you know whoever's featuring uh, busta maybe prince paul blah 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 all these old school names mm-hmm. and then you look to today and it's like snoop and two chains and yeah. david Byrne. i'm like mm-hmm. what <laughs> okay but it's the same concept yeah like same thing having having folks over yeah making it making yeah. a track um lots of lots of quotes and rankings you know it seems like every entity everywhere has made a list of the best 500 records of all time mm-hmm. and the best records of 2018. There's lists for everything, but sure, absolutely. I found an NPR quote for this one. Okay. Uh, three feet high and rising reshaped the public imagination of what hip hop could be, and that it still sounds wondrous and weird in the musical lands- landscape of the 2020s. Okay. Um, so, kind of, you know, mind blowing pioneer that aged well, I yeah. guess. Yeah, is, absolutely. Um, so the list of featured artists, you know, uh, 23 tracks, 63 minutes. Um, none more favorite for me though, than Q-tip showing up in uh, description, uh-huh. which is like it's the first, it's everybody's first album and they're already, yeah, you know, jumping in. Yep. Uh, great samples and say no go me, myself and I, I mean, ding, 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 yeah. ding. Iconic, it's, uh, uh, iconic track. I don't. I, I'm, every time I, you know, kind of do this. Every time I, but it's it's not amazing. Yeah, it's just kind of fun. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But it's you know maybe one of the biggest hits either of the two. Yeah, it ever. might be. Um, maybe the biggest track off this album. Oh yeah. Oh, f- for sure. This yeah. Album. Yeah. Um, and you know, as I'm looking, um, there's plenty more of that. We'll mm. just I'll grab you another one right now, actually. Um. So, obviously, people that review stuff have opinions. Sure. 
Um, and you know, it's kind of a lot of people that talk trash on the skits. Oh yeah. I love the skits. I love the skits. You know, for this to be the first one, the first record, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of that, I I guess digital on, you know, they did it on sex packets. Anyway. Um, I love the, uh, (laughs) contestant. Do you know the answers? And my favorite one is, I wish my cousin Nag was here. He knows these things. No, I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> how many feathers on a Purdue chicken? How many How many fibers are intertwined in a shredded wheat biscuit? That. He knows these things. No, I'm sorry. I don't. Um, but, I mean. But it's just a, I mean, so those little skits, right, Just that just kind of break up the album, and you're the first time you listen to it, you're absolutely not expecting that kind of stuff. No. Especially, like you said, coming out of like the hardcore hip hop, yep. gangster era, and you're just like, what, what are, these guys are like goofing around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it just made the the entire album really memorable and so much fun for me. I remember, and it gave them, uh, I learned, uh, reputation as hippies, yeah, which they did not like, and they did not embrace that, no, at all. Um, which is why I think uh, De La Soul is dead feels so different okay yeah um, yeah 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 i also learned that there was maybe some beef with arsenio over the whole oh, i guess really? he introduced them as the hippies of hip-hop oh and they're and so oh, i'd love to see that did, clip. well i didn't i didn't find the i found an article oh, okay um uh and uh so they did they didn't like it and then i guess there's some lines and some tracks where they're oh, really thrown cool. some, yeah <laughs> But I, we skipped to 1990. Oh, yeah. And yeah, over yeah, to yeah. Tribe. People's yeah. instinctive, instinctive travels and the paths Absolutely. of rhythm. Yeah. Um, and again, just sitting down to sort of take all this information in. It's just so crazy that he, that Fife passed eight months yeah. before. Um, it, the Fife and the True Goy stuff. Um, but. Um, these guys, if you want to look, you know, if you're, if you're interested in comparing the two groups, um, commercially successful, way, way more commercially successful than tribe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all six of their records, either gold or platinum. Oh, no, no. So, oh, tribe, tribe, more successful. Yeah. If you just, if that's your measuring stick is sales and it is for, in a lot of lanes. Sure. Um, I can see that. I can see that. So, and then they were on, uh, I remember, um, what was the Facebook post you shared where you're like, damn, I missed this last night. And it was... Jimmy Fallon. Featuring... Uh, it was... Well, the last one was... Uh, it was De La Soul. Yes. Um, and some, oh, uh, Black Thought. Stood right. For true right. Thing. Yes. And there was a very, very homage uh, Yeah. Was there something visible? Or or did they just have like a moment of silence or say something? I don't remember. But it was yeah. amazing. And then I yeah. see that uh, the day after we got it from here, thank you for your service, they were on SNL. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, um, and performed in front of a mural of Fife. Okay, I was like, how do I keep missing? You know, <laughs> I think I remember that as well, and I don't think I saw it live. Okay, okay, 
I definitely want to look it up, though. Yeah. Um, I have to go back and watch that one. Yeah, man. I mean, when we get to the, the end, again, it's the same. It's so wild. Just I wrote it down. read it once, wrote it down. I'm reading it again. It's still weird. But by the time they're putting out, we got it from here. You've got Andre 3000, Kendrick Lamar, Jack White, Elton John, Kanye West, Anderson Pock, Chalib Kweli, Busta Rhymes. It's like... Did you did you miss him? Did you leave anybody, anybody? out? <laughs> I mean, that's everybody. I Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I also learned that apparently Low in Theory inspired the Chronic. Oh really? Uh, yeah, know? I can see that. Yeah, crazy, but so right out of the gate, push it along. Track one, seven and a half minutes. Is it really ballsy? I don't even. I don't even. I like. I get like it just flows so effortless. Yeah. I don't even think I realize right the length of some of these songs. Yeah, um, Jerobi quit in 1991 to go to culinary school. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so it's so funny to me that uh, there's a term called pause tapes. Okay, have you heard this? No, I had to look it up. Uh, Q-Tip created much of the album's production on what they're calling pause tapes in tenth grade. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I think the first syllable I ever heard out of his mouth, I was like, that guy sounds gifted. Yeah. Like, he just sounds so sharp. Mm-hmm. But uh, so what they're talking about is um, dual cassette oh. recording and just using the pause feature. Really? So he's, so he's recording samples, you know, a sample here and he puts it here and then he was recording another one and putting it, but he's just, you know, using pause. But they call incredible. them pause tapes. That's incredible. <laughs> I love, um, you know, there's a lot of TikToks I see where people our age are asking like their kids, um, here's a list of terms from the 80s. Tell, right. tell me what you think this means. <laughs> and they just whiff no gloriously. Clue. So yeah. I saw one the other day uh, and it was a set of parents, and it was like two. I don't know if they were buddies or brothers, but um, there's a rotary phone sitting there, and yeah. they're like, "If you can dial this number, you get fifty bucks or something." Yeah. And they were like, you know, you remember the windowsill alien Muppets from Sesame Street? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were like, <laughs> just mouth agape. Yeah, like. they. So they would like, oh, I think if you have a zero, you got it. And then the, if they would mess up, they would lift the receiver and set it back. Like that's gonna erase. It's like you actually need to have that part up to start yeah, with, yeah. but and they didn't. They failed no completely. Clue. Yeah, no, 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 no. Pause tapes. Pause tapes. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also just kind of recently learned mixtapes. Yeah. I mean, because again, it's like mixtapes. You know, that's what I used to make for my crushes. Right. But nowadays, it's like it's a way for you to put a record out without going through your label, mm-hmm. and you just are offering it for free. Yeah, it's funny that it has this right. Isn't that the you would know better than I? I mean, I like uh, who's the king of um, uh, Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne, oh. I guess, has got you know a ton, and yeah. they're all amazing. And uh, anyway, um, huh. so yeah, that studio session you got Jungle Brothers, Queen Latifah, and De La Soul were all there recording in their own rooms while Tribe recorded in theirs. Wow, 
I mean, <laughs> the who's who, right? Hip hop royalty. So Q-Tip said it was exciting. We were kind of left to our own devices. I love this so much. It was just a great environment con- uh, conducive for creating. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have a, a bunch of things to, to tear at us. When we got to the studio, the specific job was to make music. There was no TV in there. It was all instruments and speakers. It was just music. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's that's palpable yeah i mean there's focus like you said it just starts and you're kind of lost in it you know absolutely um there was uh i guess we'll get to it uh there's some beef with between tip and fife for this record because i guess he didn't take it seriously but anyway five yeah, oh, like really? he's he. I got a quote from him coming up. Push it along, luck of Lucian after hours as your opening trio. Yeah. Come on, I mean, it's already better than three feet high. Yeah, to me. Yeah, but, I'll, I'll, okay, and I'm the daylight guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm the daylight guy. Yeah, I'll gi- I'll give you that. Um, can I kick it? Is the hero oh, though? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've I I, uh, you know, just spoke in the vicinity of my phone Mm -hmm. and then here's a t-shirt and uh it's do you know what it is no it's um lucy holding the football for charlie brown and he says can Can i I kick it and she says of course you can i was like (laughs) send me 40 of those now um so q-tip's the only member present for all of the recording sessions for this record so fife says i was being ignorant that's why i was only on a couple of tracks which i was like what um i was hardly around i would have rather hung out with my boys on the street and got my hustle on rather than gone in the studio but tip and ali really wanted me to come through and do my thing um so i mean i guess he was just kind of like yeah whatever i'll come around when i come yeah um wow i had no idea that's amazing so these guys you know there's plenty of guys from the guys and gals from the seventies um, that, you know, sort of set the table for the people that would follow to just buffet style, take sample, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Jazz and blues and R and B. I mean, there's so much music created in the seventies and the eighties. And oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think about, um, DJ Shadow and his 60,000, I mean, this, 1999, 2000, I saw an article where he's in a, he has like a whole, like a wine cellar full uh-huh. of vinyl. He's got really? 60, at then he had 60,000. Right. And it's They're just like still, still coming in, learning, discovering, you know, anyway. So these guys, you know, I know, I know folks were saying, like, to me, Digital Underground, that was my, uh, that's who I, f- that's where I first learned of sampling. Okay. Because I was like, that sounds like Parliament. Like, I don't, what, what do I know? Or what do I, you know, a bunch of different riffs. Uh, but these guys really, I mean, that, that TikTok I sent you, the dude that, that broke down, uh, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, and it's. Oh, I love stuff like that. Every, there's five, there's five layers in there. Mm-hmm. And all of them are amazing by themselves. Yeah. And they figured out like the, perfect way i mean to, to ch- pull them out chop them up like oh maybe this sounds better slowed down and then i can divide that into two different sections let me take this next part reverse it 
and get the, a different sound. It, yeah. So much goes into it that I, you know, I had no idea. Was, so for me, they're the undisputed kings of yeah. Sam, both outfits. Um, and the best analogy I could come up with was like, for most of the 80s until, you know, 86 or 87 when I first heard the name Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. boxing really only meant Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. That's who was visible to me. Yeah. Um, and it was, it just seemed like every, and I wasn't looking for it, but every time I turned around and saw him, he was just cleaning house, just yeah. kicking people's asses left and right. Yeah. And so, you know, he's uh, these, that's, to, that's who I first samples but, yeah. and being the Kings, that's who I, I mean, they're sugar Ray all day to me. Yeah. Uh, by the way, fucking five titles i'm sorry titles in five different weight classes sugar ray yeah that guy he was not you know what's funny is he was not my favorite of that era because Hagler. because that's Hagler fight yeah oh tell me so oh my god so and i maybe i was in eighth grade okay uh 85 maybe is when it was Hagler, leonard duran hearns Mugabe, just I mean, just a who's who. Okay, list. and they were all middleweight. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so finally, they got the Hagler, um, Leonard fight to be a thing, right? And I think the the perception was Hagler was this like the bald bull, the bully, the mean dude, and Leonard was like the you know likable whatever so they finally get him in the ring and to me Hagler wins hands down oh what did it go to decision it went to decision and they gave it to Leonard hmm and I was like you watched the whole fight I remember watching the entire fight okay I was I was like that was the first time in sports where I was like that was your first it's rigged doesn't (laughs) this doesn't seem right at all there's no way he won that fight, and I still to this day I will die on that hill. Hagler won that fight. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, but, nevertheless, they. I mean, I definitely uh, Hearns, Hagler, uh, and who was the? I said Duran. Dur- I don't, I remember hearing the name Roberto Duran, but I didn't see. I didn't see a lot of boxing, but I definitely yeah. those three. But it just seemed like, um, it's especially in the early '80s, it seemed like. Sugar Ray was the face of yeah. boxing. Yeah, and I, I didn't absolutely. know for years and later that he was not a heavyweight. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that, he, he was. He did look like a kind of a he was, I slim mean, he was little shredded, guy. But he yeah, was, yeah. Well, um, at people's instinctive is an absolutely fantastic yeah. record to me. Yeah, and you know, I'm not. We're not keeping score, but uh, it. it it blows three feet out of the water for yeah, me, for but you, it's, it's, I mean, no, context. but I didn't have that experience of going and getting it. And, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Like you did with three feet. Um, yeah. Three feet. I'm trying to remember my introduction to three feet. Um, so I think it would have been maybe the summer before my freshman year. Um, and I went, I went on a trip okay. with somebody, you know, my, my dad had friends all over the country and a lot of them, I had kids my same age 
So I think we went and we were somewhere and I was hanging out with his, you know, his kids or whatever. And they were like, you want to go to a party with us? And I was like, yeah, sure. So while they were getting ready for this party, he puts on, he puts on Three Feet High and Rising. And I remember that, and even more so than the record, I remember the, the, the stereo setup because I'd I, never seen anything like that. I was immediately curious. Just this on cassette? Tower, yeah, one of the tower stereo systems. Mm-hmm. And he had like these big uh, what do you, subwoofers. Okay. And then separate on top were the tweeters. Really? I was like, what is this? Because at that point, I had a boom box. Yeah, mine. I, I, <laughs> I can take mine yeah, wherever I go. Yeah. And uh, he put that on, and I was like, oh, well, okay. And uh, I was like, I, I like kind of like this. I remember sitting back and laughing and enjoying it. And then I think I lost track of it until I got to KU. Okay. And, and so, I was like, I bought it. Remind me again, uh, where in the mix was Florida? Was that after KU? Or? That was after okay. KU. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So high school KU and not not having fun, not digging it or not doing well. Not doing well. Not doing well. Okay. Need, yeah, needed. I needed something to kind of. My That's dad right. Was like, Your dad You're swooped in and was like, "Yeah, down here, you, you go here." Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So De La Soul is dead. Nineteen ninety one. Mm-hmm. Twenty seven tracks. Seventy three minutes. Um. And it's got Tom Waits samples. Does it yeah, really? Yeah, I need at least to write one. that down, as a matter of fact, because I do want to remember. We got pen and paper over there. If uh, you, you know what, I, I can, I can take a note. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so yes, the Arsenio beef. Um, is that where it came from? Yeah, is this album? Uh, um, tracks off of that. I think I think the tracks. Yes. Okay. Where they're supposedly dissing him and possibly in the intro. So I guess there's a whole story. With this record, like the intro, there's a kid that finds a De La Soul tape in the trash. Okay. And the, and it wrap, it wraps up touching back on it. And I lost track 47 different times across the listen. Yeah. But I was like, and so it's, somehow it's woven in, whether it's character X in the story of this tape in the trash is Arsenio or what. Oh. It's something like that. Yeah. But I, I, they might even say his name. Um but I also learned that Stan is a term. Can like you, like the kids use it today, Stan? I, or reviewers okay. uh, in the business, um, yeah. and it goes to the Eminem song. Mm. You know, the the track with oh. Dido. Okay, yeah. yeah he's yeah. gone cold. Anyway, uh, and Stan's the crazed. Yeah, he's the fan. So that, if you're like a super fan, you're a Stan. You're a Stan. Yeah. Not capitalized though. I was like, fix that. That's weird. It's not. It doesn't mean anything if it's not capitalized. Right. But uh, peas porridge for track four and can mm-hmm. I kick it? I mean, uh, can I kick it? Shout out. Um, but so yeah, there was at least in my mind there was, or maybe there wasn't, and now there is divisiveness about whether or not it's a good album. Yeah. Let me look at the track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because. I remember uh, I had kind of lost track of Dela after <clears throat> after three feet. Okay, and so my friend Karen 
introduced me to this album. Did she, she come? She come up in your first episode too? Yeah, she did. Popular um, lady. Very. She was, you know, big part of my life there mm-hmm. for a hot second. She wasn't the Pearl Jam one, was she? She wasn't. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told that story a couple times. I was like, this guy was listening to the CD at home and the tape in the car. And this lady was like, are you serious? Are you done with this yet? I'm trying to remember what song it was after it was on here. On De La Soul is on Dead. De La Soul is Dead. Was it the. So the, the popular one was Ring, Ring, Ring. Mm-hmm. Ha, ha, hey, hey. Mm hmm. That was their big one, but then there was another song off of here, and I can't remember the name. Okay, um, where I was like, "Oh, this is this is really good." Well, but it wasn't this. Was, this was not my favorite album. No, no, it's not. It's not. But I no longer would say it belongs in the trash. Right? No, like yeah, the no, story. No, no, no. Uh, there's definitely some some good yeah. good parts of it. Uh, roller skating jam named Saturdays yes. featuring Q-Tip. Yeah. So here we again. are again. Crossover. And Vinia Mojica, whose name comes up another time yeah. on another female voice. Okay. I mean, tops. Yeah. Um, and just sick beats, great scratches. I mean, and of course, samples. Um, and then WRMS's dedication to the Biddy uh, features the guitar riff from Dear Mama. Okay. You know, you know that tune I, by Tupac. Let me think. Let me think. Um, no, I'm not. I, it, I can't hear it. Well, it's um, it's a very tender, like t- Tupac's not mad for a chance for a change. And, yeah, and it's so it's oh the, the yeah yeah yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I was trying to picture the guitar. Oh, it's okay. No, I. I mean, it, yeah. it just does that kind of over and over again. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You'd recognize it. But I was like, what? Okay, I got it. Um, I, 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 can, I can hear it now. So, uh, Biddy's in the BK Lounge. Yes. It's whack. <laughs> so good. It's, it's um, really, really good. And then just, man, I, I uh, you know, I'm somebody who has been called many times, and including by myself, a hippie. Uh-huh. Like you know, sometimes people think it's a a dig, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. yep, wash it, wa- wash Good. me with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll I just, take it. you know, you. don't understand why they would be so upset. Yeah, maybe maybe there's a uh, an implication that you're you know uh, not a pro and you're a stoner and you're unorganized maybe. and maybe that's soft, why. soft. Yeah, but they're, I mean, if you you know. I don't. I guess soft can could have been mistaken for fun. The vibe, yeah. the vibe of three feet high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, soft because nineteen eighty nine is right up against. I mean, too short and iced tea. And yeah, a lot of people are putting out some hard, hard yeah. records. Yeah. So I guess maybe that yeah. would be it. But I always embrace that shit. I don't know. Yeah, I loved it. Don't look. Um, <laughs> There's some funny voices. Uh, uh, you better see. Uh, <laughs> just uh, and then, uh, okay. Do you know too short? Don't fight the feeling. Yeah. Okay. So you remember the the lady that raps? So it's too short rapping mm-hmm. forte. Yeah. And this lady who I could, could, could the best I could come up with was she was part of Danger Zone. It's like why is her name not, not visible? <laughs> but so. 
it starts off and he's like, you get this. Say hell. Oh, you don't mean. And then so he he just I mean, he's one of the best of all time. Yeah. Like rap and verse wise. Yeah. So clever. Mm -hmm. Such punch. Such delivery. And so he I mean he goes off, being like you know men rule the world yeah. sort of and you will whenever i say get over here and do something yeah. you're, What's you know short's favorite word yeah and then she comes back yeah and they call line you yuck line. mouth <laughs> you forget to brush i mean line after line yeah yeah destroys him yeah, comes right and i think it's the same girl oh really i'm like how there's no how could one human be on two, you know two different amazing tracks and yeah. not get a listing a credit listing or even on the wiki like what the heck huh. Anyway, it might not even be her, but it sounds a lot like her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Afro connections at a high five in the eyes of Hadlam. Um, really remarkable. Um, it's also, at this point, you know, the album's kind of at the halfway point coaxing me to love it, mm -hmm. which is not my initial, yeah. you know, uh experience yeah um and so then it's kind of like you know death taxes and de la soul is dead is a shitty album are the three truths to life <laughs> and now all of a sudden i'm like well, yeah. what what else have i been mistaken yeah. you know it's so weird how uh you know i had somebody the last episode we're, we're talking about so my my guy josh that did uh, episode two he, mm -hmm. he came back and did another one but he is uh going down the wu-tang rabbit hole oh, okay. with me which is 80 records yeah. oh my god is it really seven wu-tangs yeah and then you got 10 dude nine or 10 dudes yeah, just doing their own stuff yep yeah 80 80, 80. Holy crap. Somehow, <laughs> somehow we managed to cover the Wu Tang Seven in like an hour and fifteen minutes. So yeah. I guess we, boom, boom, boom. you know, right? Uh, and then all of the uh, solo guys. Uh -huh. So at the end, he drew one out, and we we have Inspector Deck. Is okay. Who's who's the who's first? Okay. All right. But um, um, yeah, it's just like uh, weird, like the. You know, all these things, 36 chamber into the Wu-Tang, 36 yeah. chambers, you know, was, I, I was like, I don't, this is not good. And mm -hmm. I just never went back. And then yeah. I went back uh, when I started doing this and I was like, I still don't like this record. Yeah. It's just not that good for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but it's been a lot of other people's three feet high and rising. Yeah. They love it. And yeah. I'm like, Cream Get the Money, Dollar Dollar Bill is a great track. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Um Millie pulled a pistol on Santa, uh, which is musically fantastic and also taking on, you know, ch child abuse, basically. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, you know, a, like, hey, we're going to have a stance on a serious issue that mm -hmm. happens and sometimes people don't even know. It's not happy, shiny. No. It's um, not hippie music. Kicked out, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mission accomplished, gentlemen. Yeah. Get it? Kicked out of the house. Uh, I mean, it's like the, every track I listen to, I'm like, oh, it's actually kind of a good album. Yeah. Um, Pass the plugs with um, um, hat tip to Maceo Parker and James Brown 
and and that's the one where they're um, addressing the Arsenio stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, pass the plugs. Pass uh, the plugs. Maybe, I'll have to go back and listen to yeah. that again. Um, so I, not easy to assimilate on first listen, but the rewards are great if you s- stick with it. Mm-hmm. Stephen Thomas Earl Wine uh, said in a review. Um, I think it was such, for me, it was such a departure from Three Feet. Three Feet. Yeah. That I was like, yeah. I, what initially, I was like, I can't. I can't get into this. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't like it. Uh I said ring 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 ha ha hey is one of the finest cuts we've been given so far between the two groups. Mm-hmm. Really good track. Uh keeping the faith so good all facets a masterpiece really. I mean I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah, when I went back like the day that I was <clears throat> listening to them all and I was just listening like the entirety out of the album. I was like, you know what? This is this is much better than I remember. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But ninety one. Oh, low in theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen tracks, forty eight minutes. This is where Vinny and Mojica comes up again. Um, track four, butter, uh, is where things really mm-hmm. kind of start to. It's a little little slow out of the gate. This yeah. one, um, verses from the abstract. Uh, yeah. You know. OG of shout outs vibes and stuff. You got Grant Green guitar samples, Pete Rock. That's Pete another, Rock. another dude. Pete like is... right now, Pete Rock and Jay Dilla are uh-huh. like near the top of the list of yeah. dudes I need to look into. Yeah. Cause I've just, you know, and I think Jay Dilla is kind of having a resurgence and if, uh, because he had an album come out maybe not too long ago. That was like the return of the 3000. It's that okay. automated, machine that they Interesting. use to to put some tracks together and create beats and that kind of stuff huh. and it i and i could i could totally be wrong but wow I, i'm pretty sure that he's had a little bit of a resurgence lately um did you know john engel from mccoy's you're, you're anyway he he um he did an episode and um he just casually kind of mentioned in the middle of a thought that uh, Rakim is still his favorite MC of all oh, time. Okay. He was just here, like last night. Oh, that's right. He did come through town. Yeah, I yeah. saw it, and I was like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. I sent it to him. He's like, I can't go. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, wow. Anyway, I feel like, you know, Pete Rock's coming up, Jay Dilla's coming, and Jay Dilla, every time he comes up, it's like uh, there's like seven artists mm-hmm. that he kind of, put them in the right spot or yeah. down the right path. I mean, like a lot of credit, I think is a lot of hat tips to that yeah. guy. And then I'm sure he did shit of his own too. It's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Got to fucking figure that out. Um, check the rhyme. I love this record. And I love that Fife is more of a part in the mix and the tracks like mm-hmm. this. Um, but I do think there's just some sleepy element to the record as a whole. Yeah. Um compared to people's compared to the first one. I love it. It's a great yeah, record, yeah, yeah. but it's it doesn't have like, you know, a ton of punch or a ton of like Yeah. big bangers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this I for so for this one me, I'm pretty sure this is the album that Electric Relaxation is on. Uh absolutely it is. Um and that's um to me, that has always been the um, the, the measuring. That that's how I 
can gauge tribe sound. Mm-hmm. Electric relaxation. If it sounds like that, I'm like, oh, it's yeah. tribe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And it is to me, electric relaxation is the perfect hip hop song. It's fantastic. It is amazing. I, I, you know, and and probably unfairly, like it, I probably don't know and definitely don't mean to. It's I'm probably comparing. Anytime I hear it, I'm hearing a new Tribe song for the first yeah. time, I'm like, but. Yeah, but, but it's not. <laughs> but how does it compare electric to electric relaxation? Yeah. Um, jazz, we've got good mm-hmm. stuff. Push it along, shout out. Um, when the genre is redefined and the window is so small, it's hard not to freak out. That said, what is so freaking awesome? You know that tune? Mm-hmm. Um it's the it's the one that's like asking a bunch of questions, right? Uh, it's it's, it's oh, um, it, I think it's the one that's got the uh, uh, there's like a funny pause laid in it, and they mention it, and uh-huh. Dougie Fresh gets a shout out. Um, it's 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 such a good song. It's late, and it, it was, I was going to say it's it's later in the album, yes, right? very late. Much late in the album. Track thirteen. Okay. Uh, right before scenario, which okay. is the closer. Yeah. Um, Another one. Nope. And Busta. Pops Busta's, up on scenario. Yeah. 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 yeah does. Way back then. Yeah. Way back then. Uh, Leaders of the new school. I think right? he was probably. Was he? Had he gone solo at that point? Maybe he had. Maybe he had. Um. I could do a quick pee break if you. Yeah, that's you, fine. Are you good? Absolutely. You, you need yeah. anything? No, I'm. 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 Yeah, golly. Verses from the abstract. Mm-hmm. It's got all that heavy uh, jazz bass. Yeah. All I mean, yep. like almost every track in it. Um. I just remembered that. Um, there were, uh, so there were, uh, I guess, unsaid or unspoken in the Arsenio thing was, um, uh, I mean, it's it's weird to me. Um, I watched the shit out of that show, like mm-hmm. every night. Yeah. And it wasn't, it didn't like take the place of, it didn't replace a program that I used to watch at that time. Mm-hmm. But it made me, you know, like I knew, of, of course, I'd seen Carson. I knew right, of sure. Letterman, but I never. Yeah. I was like, that seems that guy's weird. I don't know, <laughs> um, which was a strange thing to think because I'm way more in line with him. I think on a personal level as uh-huh. an adult than I would have ever been yeah. with Carson. But it was like I just like don't think I've missed Arsenio much. Like I yeah. was always, you know, like I love. I, I don't know. I mean, it was he had the crowd, the whoop whoop yeah, whoop, yeah, yeah. and you know this uh, like. Just, I feel like he really opened a lot of doors Mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry for the, you know, the everyman that is just at home with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I think that, um, so you have this element of, um, you know, for black America, like, basically, like, he was on before Oprah, right? It's the first black talk show host, is he? Well, I think he was more popular they may have come along right yeah. either way it, it it's definitely you know 
this is a first. There's somebody doing a thing I've seen white people do, and yeah. he, the, and he looks yeah. like me. Yeah. Um, but also, so there's that, which is not nothing to dismiss. It's, no, it's not small potatoes. Um, but there's also this sort of uh, unspoken knowledge that this guy puts he he has hip hop artists and and rap stars and and, and all the people yeah. yeah that you weren't seeing on those other shows yeah you weren't seeing them on and so for for Daylaw to get they're sort of checking two boxes mm-hmm. and exposing them getting exposure yeah. and then for him to introduce them as the hippies of hip they're yeah. probably like what like, the fuck dude what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> anyway we'll start beef right now um yeah. Balloon Mind State. Yeah. Yeah. 1993. 15 songs, 48 minutes. Um, In Focus uh, is track three, and it's just a straight ass kicker. Yeah. Uh, And it's followed up by probably the more popular uh, Patty Duke. For track four, I'd have to go back and listen. To uh, that one got again. The, they say it a thousand. Got the Patty Dukes. Uh, but, okay, all right. Um, so it's a great song, uh, and and it it features Guru, Maceo Parker, Fred Wesley, and Pee Wee Ellis. Okay. And it's like, what? Yeah. I mean, just of course, there's some some age difference and some industry experience difference, and et cetera. But it's like you got. The horn section mm-hmm. from one of the greatest performers in human history. Yeah. And then Guru. Yeah. Who's, he's going in the other direction. He's the whole, you know, oh, yeah. J, all the gang star and all mm-hmm. these outfits. And, um, and you got him on a track together. It's like, dude. Yeah. Well played, De La. Yeah. Well, um, well done. Yeah, I be blowing, featuring Maceo. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so it's kind of a, a a weird baton handoff. It's like all all of these years and all these records that we've been sampling jazz and putting it in with our beats and our raps, et cetera. Now we now we just got straight up jazz dudes yeah. recording tracks with us. Yeah, coming in and yeah, yeah, yeah. And Maceo, man, he's got. Um, you ever seen him or listened to any of his stuff? I I, I recognize the name. Okay, so he's 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 James. They, Fred Wesley, Pee Wee Ellis, Maceo Parker. Those are all James Brown, JB Horns okay. guys. And Maceo was the saxophonist, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I he came and played in Durango while I was in school there, and I went and I mean, just exactly in hindsight, exactly what you would expect. In that it was like, I mean a two hour plus show where people are just the, the artists are just fucking dripping with sweat because they're working so hard to put on a good show. And they've, you know, uh, definitely one of the first times I was present for, I mean, seeing rock bands be like, you know, give it up for slash and Izzy and you know, whatever. Yeah. But to, you know, take a whole little chunk of a minute to be like, this is mm-hmm. my man. And we're just going to stand here and, and just let, let him, let, do his thing. and, and, and also, but you know, the, the crowd's got to give it up. Yeah. yeah like a yeah. lot, lot of, you know, anyway, uh, he's got at least two records. I have both of them on CD. I'm sure he's got more than that, but two that are 
amazing. Okay. Um, one is a live record. Um, and God, it's so fucking good. Yeah. And then I have a studio, one of his, the, the not bad also, but, um, that's to me, uh, 1993 day law featuring Maceo. It's like the who's who. Yeah. This is whatever's happening in this room right now is it's all of the things. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> super cool. Um, Ego Trippin' Part 2. Okay. One of the best songs ever written, yeah. not just De La. Do you know which one that is? Um, I would probably know it right away. Uh, it comes in with like a little ding, 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 and then someone's going, mercy, uh-huh. mercy. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yes. Uh, God, it's yeah, so it's, good. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, I had probably March 4th. I, th- I think I had a couple or three sixth grade girls and a couple of third grade boys. We're, yeah. I don't know where we're going, but it, I just hit that spot in Balloon Minds for, yeah. for that song. And I mean, there was all these layers of conversation and all of a sudden there was nobody talking. <laughs> Finally, my daughter's like, Dad, what is this? I'm like, one of the best songs ever written. Yeah, That's right. all you need to know. Yeah. And really, it's strange to me uh, that I... You know, there've been plenty of chapters in my life where I'm like, "That's that's not a song. Mm-hmm. You didn't do X and Y and follow the mold." It's, I mean, but it's so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Three days later, uh, it's track nine. It's a baller. But after you know, after that, the record kind of falls off a little bit uh, a, for me. Is it so easy? Is that on? This album or is that on? No, I, I think it's stakes on stakes. Right. Yeah. Okay. All, right. All right. Um. And then oh, wait. This uh, is this is the last Prince Paul record. This is the last yep. Prince Paul record. Um. Oh, uh, what's the name of it? A track, a yeah. song name. The track is uh. Golly. How am I drawing a blank on this? Like, I, it used to be the only, like, when they were like, boycott De La Soul, this would be the only thing I would ever, I would stream this all the time, and I think it's on. Who would say boycott De La Soul? Well, I mean, when they were saying boycott Tommy Boy. Boycott Tommy Boy. Okay, okay, okay. So, oh, man. Is it a track? It's a track. Is it off stakes, you think? I want, I, maybe it's off stakes, but I want to say it was golly i'm gonna have to look yeah i'm i'm break of dawn mm. that, mm. that was the old that was like the only song that what, i was what? like i refused to stop listening right. to this song right um so this is the one where uh you got 93 and 93 so we got midnight marauders tribe coming out okay. um handful of months between this and balloon mind Okay. All right. Um, and um, I'm going to skip ahead just for the purpose of this note, but there's a track on here um, called Oh My God. Mm-hmm. And I think think Bust is on that one. Probably. Um, it's late okay. in the record, yeah. and it's, uh, Oh My God, yes, yes. Oh My, my God. God. To me, that track is just as amazing as, Ego tripping, okay. part two. Yeah, 
and they both involve shouting, yeah. which is, I'm always, like, when I first heard metal, yeah. I was like, like power well, chords yeah, and screaming? Like no, this. thank you, yeah. sir. <laughs> so, so it's, again, they're kind of tit for tat, putting out records. Yeah. Your turn, my turn. And then all of a sudden, it's like, same year, same year. And now we're down to same year, but not month. And for me... Ego Trip in Part Two and Oh My God are yeah. so huge, and they're it's just all these coincidences. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Track Three Award Tour and Track Seven We Can Get Down, yeah. and uh, Track Eight Electric Relaxation, uh, all just yeah. the three legs of the stool that prop up the record up, and Oh My God gets to stand on top yeah. of it. That's for me. Uh, not not a bad track um, on this record. Um, no, yeah, it's, it's solid. But people love the shit out of this album. Yeah. I mean, uh, quietly, you know, I think um, more more people like it than maybe Low in Theory or mm-hmm. um, People's. People's, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I would probably agree with that. Uh, this, Josh says that this and uh enter the wu-tang 36 chambers came out on the same day oh really i I haven't looked it up but apparently that's a known thing and apparently folks have said that this is the jumping off point for the direction of hip-hop and it's all coming out of new york basically yeah um so um so this is the record where uh, Q-Tip had a key to Five Dog's grandmother's house. <laughs> and he could just go, and yeah. all, all of his shit was in the basement. He yeah. could just go and work on stuff. Really? Uh, whenever. And I guess he was working on other people's shit, too. Like, I mean, he he's, again, it, it for me, it tracks that just hearing his voice for the first time mm-hmm. and feeling like that guy sounds sharp. He, yeah. he is. And yeah. he was, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, Oh, he did a track for Illmatic. Oh yeah. Um, he was featured on the track. No, or I, you I think he produced a track. It? Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not positive on that, but I'm, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So he's down there working on uh tribe stuff and yeah. some Nas stuff and who knows what else. Just, Just hands like, everywhere. I would, think that that basement should be a museum yeah. stopping point you know Absolutely. if it's not already um i love this i love that record but the, again yeah. those four tracks are like yeah they stand above the rest mm-hmm. absolutely so this is where the bias comes in okay um 1996 <laughs> stakes stakes okay um 18 songs 68 minutes uh, three weeks between this coming out and then Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Okay. That's the one that would be. All right. Um, so first five tracks are solid. Um, zero slouches. But then we get Den and It, which is, I mean, I have goosebumps right now. Um, so where are the ladies at? Hey, we chilling over here. Where the fell is that? We, uh, taken over this year yeah. uh and then where's the party at and i think both ladies and guys say you know that's right and then he goes dan and it yo hey hey i mean it's yeah so good it's yeah. like the second best 
De La song yeah. ever written, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best De La Soul song ever written comes right after it, which is Breaks. Okay. Um, I mean, it just right away you get this and it start right in with the verses um and uh i mean verse after verse after verse are amazing and then they wrap it up with maybe the most amazing verse which is uh all of the scenarios where it's like uh, a mother gets mugged by her crackhead son that's the breaks that's the breaks yeah 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 oh um and closes it with uh, your boyfriend made you a carrier of HIV. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then they have uh, um, the the refrain. It'd be your listening pleasures while you're doing your chores. No matter where you're from, it's for you and yours. Bringing it back to the breaks like the yes, yes, y'all. So let it be your anthem when you're having a ball. I just, <laughs> it's so nice, amazing. Nice. And and all the samples and all the musicianship that they that, that is in there, it's, it's the absolute most perfect song. Yeah. I mean, I just, I was in, I took the kids to Oklahoma for spring break and we kind of just toured around uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was trying, I was wherever I was. So this is like second, third week of March. So I was as far, however far I'd gotten, you know, since March 3rd. Yeah. And I was just, I had a moment and I had to, well, I was, so I, 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 I tabled the whole i'm gonna listen to all the day law yeah. now that it's out there i gotta uh i tabled it for that trip because i want you know you guys pick songs we gotta yeah, mix sure, it up sure, sure, sure. but i just all of a sudden in the middle of out of you know, out of nowhere i was like i got it i gotta yeah. hear din and it and mistakes and <laughs> it wouldn't work it was like every track was working except for breaks mm-hmm. and finally you know, I was like turning off my phone and cursing and finally uh, got it to work. And my kids were just like, whatever. And I was like, you guys. <laughs> Nothing. I Yeah. Oh, it drives me insane when I, I send stuff to my. Also, uh, when the song kicks off, um, so you get this this little key. And they shout disco. Uh-huh. Disco. And, I mean, <laughs> just I can't gush about it enough. Um, but and that's like not even the midway. So you got a good good start. You got dinnit. You got breaks, and we're not even to the halfway point. Uh, so you get dog eat dog. Um, and we uses they uses the phrase and I'm out a bunch, and um, that's kind of you know. Um, how I feel after Dennett breaks. It's like a Dennis Green crown the ass and a Dave Chappelle mic drop at the same time. Like that, that right there. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, Long Island Degrees um, is yeah. side A ends, and we talked about it in your first episode, I think. This is the one where you kind of get the, the, the beat uh, and, and uh, the bulk of the song is fading, and you kind of get this like ragtime. Uh-huh. And then somebody's interviewing a dude a, yeah. a white dude yeah a very white dude yeah, yeah, yeah about rap yeah uh and then it ends and on cassette uh-huh. it would stop yeah so like you hear Click. this and yeah then, anyway and like, what? um <laughs> so yeah it's i know we talked about it before but it's still very real and crazy mm-hmm. and um like impressive that they chose to 
put that in there. Yeah. Um, so I said, let's pretend that that was real and recorded around the time this album was being recorded. So 27 years ago, have we gotten any better? Yeah. Has it moved forward is, much? That's actually the question for you, though, is have we gotten any better? Ooh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, so I, I think that it's obviously become more well are we talking about hip-hop in general or are we just talking about racism racism and people getting along Ooh. 27 years ago versus today I, mm, is it just wearing a different outfit i think it's just wearing a different outfit man. i i do i i think uh with the rise of social media and people feeling safe behind anonymous keyboards and whatever else that and then the you know these politicians and and public figures that have this platform and they can reach millions of people and they're like hey i feel like he feels like I'm, I'm kid, gonna, kid rock and his bud light cans i have to give the whole podcast a shower now that i said those oh, two words dude and i somebody put up a picture somewhere along the way of him standing next to a drag queen drinking a Bud Light, and I lost it. That's hilarious. I was just, I was howling with laughter. Um, really, come on, dude. So I've all, you know, I was trying to, trying to think about this, and I was curious what your answer would be uh, to that question of how, have we gotten any better? And I think that I've always viewed this uh, funny word to use because of the two different meanings, but curing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, obviously, we need to cure our society of... Uh, negativity and uh, being gross and thinking of one as better in whatever way or multiple ways, but also like the actual, you know, the culinary, uh, you you cure a bacon or you dry age Mm -hmm. something and you sort of let the thing that you want develop. And and now it's a different quality product or like dry age. Uh, it, it's got to have time and it gets gross yeah. and you have to cut and that and then let it get gross away. again, yeah. you know? And I keep thinking that like, you know, it's like the, you ever had your heat, heating element, your dryer shoot, shoot craps. Yeah. And it's like you go and everything's kind of dry, but yeah. it's still a little wet. Yeah. And you go, well, that's weird. It's usually, and then you do another 30 minutes and you go back and you're like, fuck, it's, yeah. something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking that like, you know, we start the dryer enough times, the clothes in there are going to be dry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you take them out and fold them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. so, you know, in that, talk to me about the, um, <clears throat> Nat Col- Women's College National Championship game with mm. uh, Caitlin Clark and um, Angel Reese. Angel Reese and mm-hmm. the, whatever so what i i i miss i mean i've been kind of keeping track i mean tiktok is uh feeding me like what whatever kind of basketball content is out there it's coming because i've gone down right so so my daughter science teacher is like a huge iowa guy and he like all of my sisters my ex-wife like He's been there for de- like generations of people yeah. have had this guy. 
yeah. as their science teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a huge Iowa guy. He's got a little. He tells you that at Meet the Teachers Night. Mm-hmm. His emails always have. Here's what we're working on, and here's what's happening in the world of Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh wow, athletics. Yeah, he's so <laughs> he's fo- die, die hard during football season. You know, oh, we lost a. T-. It's like okay, and, and, but <laughs> but he's been all Caitlin Clark, twenty fourth. Like sure, you know, sure. I she I learned. She learned about her forty-one point triple double yeah. before I did. Yeah, she's she's an amazing basketball. So player. so, I didn't see. I, I went and watched like the fifteen-minute highlight of the national championship game, and I was like, God damn, LSU stomped them. Yeah, I mean that girl with the blonde. Yeah, I mean she just couldn't fucking miss. Yeah. I mean it, it was a, anyway. Uh, see a couple tweets. See a couple TikToks, watch those highlights. What I saw, or what I maybe gleaned, was that uh, people on in, in Team Caitlin Clark mm-hmm. were like, "She just did it in general," and then this this girl's doing it to her face. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't I didn't see enough to know, but I I see that people are saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, sure. I don't, do I even want to have a dog in this? Yeah. You know, like, Is it that big a deal? Well, so, and then, you know, uh, so then you post. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I did. And you're like, hmm, what's yeah. the, and I'm like, and then if you've, Kate Amy right in there. Yeah. Helping, you know. Kind of, <laughs> um, so I do too. She's, she's fantastic, but you know, uh, she's, I, I was like, no way, because I've she's come after me in uh-huh. your comment section before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Dr. Seuss. Yeah, it was related. the Dr. Seuss. Uh, and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> no, thank you. I want to get into this. Um, so, but tell me, like, uh, that's by the time I saw your post, that was all the information that I had. Yeah. What would what, what did it look like so, from you? I mean, my my issue is like, I don't, I have no problem with bravado in sports. Right. I have no problem with thump in your chest and you know the john cena thing is that is that where that comes from yeah okay because the, the, the receivers like i feel like the broncos were doing it to us before yeah. mahomes i mean even. I, I i you know all all and all that stuff makes its way through every every sport has guys that talk shit yep thump their chest it, you know, point at you and all that kind of, and it used to be like they finally got it in check because it was real bad in the NBA. Throat slash gesture. They were like, "Stop! You're not doing that at all anymore, yeah. ever." Um, but like Sean Kemp used to dunk on people and then just like point he was face. He was a little bullish. Yeah, I mean, but Jordan was the same way, right? He would he'd yell in your face, yeah, like inches yeah. from your nose, and he's screaming at you. So you know they and. Even still, I mean, maybe as a as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And as an adult, I'm like, eh, I get it, but tone it down just a little bit. But I still don't have a problem with it. So my issue wasn't the fact that either Caitlin Clark or Reese did it or what their proximity was because everybody was like, well, Caitlin did it. It wasn't even the same game. Right. It was the, during the Louisville game, the game before. Uh, she did not like, Reese did not like when Caitlin, did yeah, you see that? that? Yeah. When, when she was like, just waved the girl off. That's, and then she didn't that's even shoot. Way more disrespectful. She didn't even than, shoot. Than doing this to I somebody. Hope, oh, yeah. Hope I and a prayer that I'm going to switch that. Oh, yeah. But. Absolutely. Damn. 
And so, but but she commented, she's like, I don't take disrespect lightly. Disrespect lightly. I'm bringing that with me to the to the to the national championship. So, but I mean, I think where you're going with this, please correct me if I'm wrong, is that um, folks that look like a lot of folks that look like Caitlin Clark were like thug. Yeah. Etc. Oh, classless et, et behavior. Et, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no no need for that. This, that, and the other. But you didn't have that same energy. Lat two two days ago, right. In the Louisville game, and there's a, I mean, and I don't know if she did it directly at a player, but there's a different angle that you can see when she does it. She's I don't know if she's kind of backing up or if she's going forward. But the Louisville team, maybe it's a timeout, and so they're. They are passing each other. Okay. Now maybe they're eight feet apart, right. ten feet apart, and she does it. Who? Uh, Caitlin when uh, Peyton Clark did. Oh. It. But okay. She, you know she and uh, the other girl that for Louisville, Haley Van Lith, I think, mm-hmm. really good basketball mm-hmm. player as well. Um, kind of jacking, jaw jacking back and forth okay. too. And my thought is maybe it was kind of directed towards her, but it was definitely. Not, but why else do you do those type of gestures, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's to get somebody else on the other team riled up. Yeah. Get, I'm in your head. I want yeah. to throw you off your game, whatever the case may be. You don't see people just walking down the street. <laughs> There's something wrong with that person. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with get you? A, get a white coat I quick. I can see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, my issue was everybody in, you know, in the – in the comment section was like thug behavior, classless team, hmm. this, that, and the other. And it, but it was all directed towards the black girl. It wasn't none of none of this energy was directed at Caitlin for doing the exact same yeah. motion. Well um do you know who Caleb Presley is? No. Oh my god. So uh, so just to be absolutely clear, uh, I cannot stand Dave Portnoy. Uh, Barstool yes. Guy? Okay. I just, I'd never met him, Yeah. but I have just seen, you know, almost everything I see is just like, ugh, you know, and yeah. then he got, he got in some trouble. Uh, he got in like a decent amount of trouble, like with treating allegedly treating women a certain way and in his personal life and in barstool. Yeah. So I really try to not let any of my social media stuff register Mm -hmm. for barstool. And there's so much barstool. So much. Caleb Presley is this long haired mustache wearing white dude that interviews people one-on-one okay. and it's i think it's a barstool th- bar stool thing i think he was doing it first and they discovered him and they're like oh we have to have you yeah but he is and then there's a so he's one-on-one and there's this <laughs> this big fat dude they call glenny balls <laughs> that okay. sits off to the side and eats ice cream okay with like a huge spoon it's so weird and doesn't <laughs> he doesn't say much at all but he's just Sometimes he's shirtless, and sometimes <laughs> oh, he's got ice cream on him. Oh Lord! It's just whatever. I mean, yeah. it's shock effect. Anyway, but he ha- he's had like Michael Irvin and Aaron Rodgers, and like every episode, or every interview is like somebody famous. Uh-huh. And the Rodgers ones, they're fantastic. Yeah. 
But and what's the name again? Caleb Presley. Yeah. And it's just somehow it wound up in my TikTok feed, and yeah. just I, I I love all he's had Drake, uh, I mean the, the list is huge. Yeah. Um. So I can't not. That's the one way that I'll support Barstool is watching uh-huh. his because I think it's really good. Um. But uh, Portnoy retweeted uh. Uh, a picture or a clip or whatever, whatever it was, but it was very clearly uh, Angel Reese and her doing that. Yeah, and he said, "Classless piece of shit." Yeah, and Shaq retweeted it. Yeah, and said, "So's your mother." <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you wow. what, another lane that I spend a lot of tick time in tick tock time in is uh uh NBA on TNT. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Barkley and Shaq these days. I mean all four of them are good. Yeah. But the two of them, have you seen like Sh- Barkley's been on this big thing about all the women in San Antonio being yes. I mean being ugly. Well, big. Fat, big. Big. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he finally <laughs> figured out why and it's because they have churros because of the churros <laughs> yes I do remember seeing that one yeah. Sha- uh, Shaq is uh, you know <laughs> s- stupidly at a young age you know when uh, was the Heat his first team was it him and Dwayne no Orlando Magic Magic first team yeah but you know it was like he looked dumb he couldn't hit a free throw to save his life yeah. it's sort of like De La Soul is dead yeah. Like Shaq's an idiot. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love that dude. Yeah. He is hilarious. Oh, I love Shaq. He's tender. Yeah. He's he's sharp. Uh he's I mean a really good business person. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. And I lo- he's very candid uh about money. Yeah. Like uh yeah. you know, I've done I've done well. We don't need to say anything more about that. Yeah. But then at the same time, you know, there was this one time when somebody was like, I'm gonna you know, make you this offer, and he was like, "Get lost." Yeah, that's not near enough yeah. for what it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but still humble. Mm-hmm. You know, um, doesn't flaunt. Um, he's he's been on Comedy Central roasts. Yeah, at least one of them. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, I've I've really developed. Uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of back in the uh, another place that I went to and stayed was NBA's garbage. Uh-huh. It's just traveling and dunks yeah. and no defense. Yeah. And it's, uh, there's a little bit of truth to that, but I'm really opened back up more than I ever have been now. Yeah. And a lot of it's that, you know, my kids are playing ball, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. also because, I mean, I think uh, that desk is one of the best bits of branding and professional sports. Yeah, absolutely. I like, agree. They're hilarious. Yep. They're human. Yep. Um, they, very knowledgeable. They, they mess with each other. Yeah. They're very knowledgeable. They, they both got the experience. Yeah. I mean, anyway. But so, uh, you know, having that Long Island degrees, uh, you know, end the way it does on the cassette mm-hmm. and get the pop. Mm-hmm. And it's very uh, deafening silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. you're on CD... You don't have that. It just oh. blends right into yeah. the next track, okay. Okay. which is uh, Better Listen. And uh, it's immediately, like, the first or second second, 
of that song is uh, right back to business, mm-hmm. right into this next track, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's like a salve. Oh, for okay. hearing that yeah. dude say that, you know, yeah, no music in it, and uh, and and they're just talking. That's out there, but also moving on to yeah. the next track. Yep. it's like we can. No, we're keeping we're keeping moving. We're not, yeah, um, no time for that. It's so easy. Yeah, uh, that's a great one. Yeah, hip hop st- staple by its very existence. Um, four more is track thirteen. The perfect amount of sexiness sprinkled into great beats, great verses, and timely scratch both tribe and de law you don't get a, a lot of scratching but mm-hmm. they'll they drop it in when they yeah. drop it in it's like oh that absolutely yeah. needed to yeah, go it there it works so perfectly. well there yep um <clears throat> big brother beat featuring most deaf gave us a hardness oh. gut check still brought super yeah. fun feel um down syndrome uh is to me literally david wooderson from uh uh, what you call it? Days and confused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, screaming, I'm gonna blow your doors off to the rest of hip hop. <laughs> uh, pony ride. Give me a shady hammock and a breeze and a cold glass of lemonade on a hot summer day. Hashtag Team Winter. <laughs> uh, and then and then they come back. So to close the closing minute of the final track is the homeless dude. Um and. Uh, it, not not that it heals the words from the racist dude, um, but he talks about kind of like you know something will come up and uh, I think there's a you know a beacon of hope and whatever the thing is, and then something else happens and maybe I don't get something to, good to eat for like three or four days. Yeah, and I, I'm now <clears throat> one step forward, two steps back. Yeah, and he closes it by saying stakes is high. Yeah, and it's just. I don't know, man. I just think that the placement of those two uh, clips uh, are just just genius. Yeah. Um, and and stakes. I'm sorry. The that's the second to last track. Stakes is high. Um, sort of seals it for me as far as uh, be, it being a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sunshine. Um, uh, the judge's gavel slamming the little whatever that piece of wooden square on the desk is yeah. uh, it's a masterpiece. I think it's the best album between the two by far. Yeah. Um, which is, there's a lot of really good rel- records that both these groups put out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. And I just, every time I listen to it, I, I just, I can't help but yeah. gush and think that I, I mean, I'm oftentimes I'm like, not anymore. Now that I've sat down and done this, but I used to think for the longest time, um, are all the people that are gushing about three feet high and right, have they ever listened to Stakes Aside? Because because it's because that's good. This is this is really like good. jump to light speed. Yeah, I and again, I mean, I think that three feet will probably remain my favorite. Sure, but this is maybe their best album ever. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, and it's leaps and bounds. Like, sound-wise, it's just completely different. It is. And it's like, so why are we giving Prince Paul all this credit? Yeah. <laughs> no, again, yeah. the, the, all the other records are, you know, uh, uh, Balloon, Three Feet, and Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, great records. Yeah. Um, but 
look what they did yeah. on their first record without him. Without him. Sure. Hey, anyway. Sure. Um, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. life. Staying yeah. in 96. 15 songs, 51 minutes. Debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. Really? So people were like all about the tribe yeah, they were by ready, this point. Ready for this one. Because um, they've done People's Low End marauders and this is number four right and there's a three-year gap here right right so people are like yeah yeah." uh the jam is where things really pick up track four uh it's the cleanest record they've done so far um really the the tip and fife vibe Mm -hmm. is really bright to me in this yeah um track nine the hop is nice yes track 10 keep it moving yeah. Feels like a so, uh, feels like a solo Q-tip record at this point, um, but uh, that vibe was still in there, which is a, an interesting dichotomy. Um, but this was so now this was a record that I thought I hadn't heard before, but as I mm-hmm. started listening to, it, I was like, "Oh no, I've listened to this." Yeah, and it's good, but yeah, I don't yeah. have a deep relationship with. Yeah, it. the connection. Yeah, that you might not Do have you? with. No, not as much as like Marauders. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. It's good stuff though. Yeah. Um and No, it is really good stuff. Like the hop and what was the other one you just mentioned? Uh keep it move keeping it moving. Keeping it moving. Yeah. The hop and then mm-hmm. there was one more you mentioned. The The Jam. The Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Those I I, I know that I have those on separate tracks right. as well. Pulled So Dela's kind of out of the mix for uh-huh. a second, and we get back to back tribes with the yep. love movement. The love movement, um, ninety eight. So this is this is where uh, this is the first record between the two groups mm-hmm. that I'm. It comes out, and I'm aware of them. Okay, all of it was you know like I learned about tribe and Dela, and yeah. everything else was already out. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's a sort of I feel cool and special and yeah. important like I it came out I was like I got yeah. you know <laughs> we haven't seen you at any meetings before like what who are you <laughs> we're gonna have all new members right up and introduce themselves yeah. um so yeah I mean I'm dialed in now and um uh I think I think we get a punchier start from them we've got uh started up with track one find a way Track two and then track three, Da Booty. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> just yeah. real, you know, they I feel like they kind of have had a tendency to sort of sprinkle yeah. in some stuff and then they kind of warm up a little bit yeah. and then they're, they're going. Pull you in and then let's go. But this is just right out the yeah. gate. Um, track four, Stepping It Up, Busta and Redman. Okay. Um, yeah. And then track five, Like It Like That, just keeps going every track after that is solid but uh, if not uh, you know you get a little tribe sleepiness after Mm -hmm. that fire start um but picks back up again for me track 15 with rock rock y'all i mean i have to go back and listen to this is probably the the album that i'm least familiar with. okay like i've listened to this the least amount of time um excuse me so you know, so that's ninety eight, and then mm-hmm. two thousand. We get artificial intelligence, mosaic thump yeah. by Daylaw. Yeah. 
so now I've got uh, one from each group. That now that I'm current and on board as a fan, <laughs> right? And, um, I I was real like I liked the Love Moon. I listened to it a lot. Yeah, and, and the Q Tip put out a solo record somewhere in the middle of all this. Yeah, well, I Maybe. can't remember. It was Amplified. Yes, or that's, was the it amplified? that's the one. Amplified. Okay. Um, but this comes out um, and 18 songs, 67 minutes. Um, and just blew me away. Yeah. Um, I, I like, you know, so three feet dead balloon stakes, you know, they're all fantastic in their own mm-hmm. regard. But to me, uh, this album said, we're the pros pros. Like, yeah. Check this out. Yeah. 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 Um, I've just always loved tracks one through five are fantastic. Six through nine are decent. Track ten, uh, all good, featuring mm-hmm. Shaka Khan. Oh yeah, it ain't all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah. Oh, I love Things that. ain't going. Oh yeah, so and she belts out a couple of lines in there, and you're like, you've got to get my daughter to listen to some old Shaka Khan stuff. Okay. <laughs> like I was like, you got. You still got pipes yeah. like that? Oh yeah! After all, you know, yeah. all these years. Um, yeah. Uh, look, here, so my daughter was. She had an audition for <clears throat> one of her musicals coming up. Okay. She was trying to. She had picked the song out. She was going to sing "Landslide" uh, by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Right. Decides she doesn't want to do it because it's not punchy enough. She sure. doesn't think it's going to stand out enough. And then she's having trouble deciding what to do. And I'm like, um, why don't you sing I'm Every Woman by Shaka Khan? She was like, uh, and she goes, who's he? And oh, I was like, shit. I was like, oh, my God. Paternity test. <laughs> shit, yeah. That was about as quick as my COVID test. Like, who is he? I was like, first of all. Right. Shaka Khan is a woman. Yeah. I definitely, when uh, Feel For You uh-huh. came out, I was like, that must be the dude playing keys or something. Yeah. And then it's like, no, dipstick. It's the fucking lady. The most prominent sound in that track. <laughs> yeah. Is, that's who Okay. Uh, sorry. I just, it that I forgot about that that track. And then you said Shaka Khan. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We that's just such a-, a fucking good track. Yeah. Um, that was also, you know, like I remember a very young me having uh, antenna wiggled when the way that the shock contract starts. Shock con. Yeah. Shock con. Shock, shock, yeah. Shock. I was like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? Is that a six string guitar? <laughs> no. no. Um, but uh, the rest of the record is fun. Uh, can't say I'm a fan of the closer. You don't want a BDS featuring Freddie. Fox with three X's is pretty mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. Um, but it's the only thumbs down the only thumb. other okay. than that. Uh, and then Bionics, right? Yeah. Next year. Yeah. 2001. And I was like, I felt, uh, I felt, you know, I had uh, Adam Boyd on for episode 13 and he, he gave me a pretty big list of records. And one of them was Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers. Yeah. And I was like, I still don't like this record mm-hmm. when I listened to it. And he sat right there and said, when I first heard this record, I was like, oh, this was made for me. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> White boy from the Northland <laughs> is resonating with, okay. Yeah. When this came out, I, I was like, because I didn't want it to 
not be as good as Mosaic Thump. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I've, we're here, guys. We're it. here. Like, yeah. you know, and I remember maybe not first listen, but second or third listen. Uh, it's late. I don't remember which track, but they're, they've got a nice little ding, 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 ding kind of going and a beat comes in and yeah. maybe it's Fife uh, or I'm sorry, uh, might might be Dave actually. Uh, just for a quick second, does a little self hype for De La and uh-huh. says, uh, "Hell yeah, AOI Bionics Part Three coming soon. Some DJ shit." Oh. That was 2001. Yeah, never got it. Yeah, never. So got never. It. I guess they were. So so after this, they put out. Um, what's it called? The Grind Date. Three years mm-hmm. later, in 2000, and I guess they were they had made progress on AOI part three and then put it aside and put out the grind date, like oh. a whole other set of material. Yeah. So somewhere there's, I would think the meat and potatoes of AOI three. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I, um, I had no idea. This record is so fun and it's, yeah. uh, it's got full on skit mode. Uh-huh. You got the Reverend Do Good uh, <laughs> popping in and out. Um, uh, so, um, I mean, the intro track one into track two, Bionics is just soul cleansing. Uh, and then for several tracks, it's kind of like Christmassy. You kind of starting to get like yeah. these jingly kind of feels in some of the stuff they're sampling and and putting out there. But by the time we get to track six. Held down featuring CeeLo. Oh, oh my God! It's I have to go back and so, oh, listen to it's it. It's so good because I could probably kind of skip through this album. Okay, like, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one and two are great, and then there's, I mean, one of them is literally they have sampled and are singing simply having mm-hmm. simply. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and then mm-hmm. yeah, and it's a couple or three tracks in yeah. a row kind of just have that weird like what are. <laughs> Are we going out to Metcalf South right now for oh, do some Christmas God. shopping? What's yeah. going on? Um, uh, quote uh, or lyric, I should say. Well, I feel the re- world around me. I've found that others will bring you down just to be down. You've got to make up your mind where you want to be. Uh, and then another uh, talking about these people. They were looking for God but found religion instead. Um, so there's you know a lot of sage. Yeah. Uh, just crafty intelligent mm-hmm. lines mm-hmm. um and yeah the reverend do good i mean <laughs> uh you know he has one bit where he, and there's somebody's doing like a little church organ bed yeah. underneath every time he does it shows up for a skit but he talks a lot about jesus <laughs> you know it's like uh they're they're making fun of uh evan- evangelical yeah, yeah, yeah uh but he he he, he in my mind, I, you know, it's I hear the, the voice in the skit, but the face is Little Richard. <laughs> is it CeeLo that does the voice? Oh, I don't know. I've never looked to see who it because does. Who I, it is? I want to. I don't know. I don't know. But I think CeeLo has done the the Reverend. Okay. Do Good okay. On well, some other stuff there's too. two. There's two pieces of it that I really love, and one of them he's because it starts off easy on the jesus uh-huh, uh-huh. and then by the time you're three quarters of the way he's just hitting you in the face with jesus and 
he said in one of them he says um uh i woke up this morning and you know why i feel good and they're like why and he's like because she was still next to me <laughs> and then there's another one where he's like listing all these places like open the closet jesus i put my i put bread in the toast you know what came out and uh somebody's like jesus he's like no toast but he was right behind me he was <laughs> just so silly <laughs> cracks me up every time yeah, yeah, yeah. um track eight watch out track nine special or fun and yeah. introspective 11 is the sauce 14 what we do uh 18 trying people uh all just fit trying yes kind of gospel yeah, 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 or yeah, 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 choir yeah, yeah it was so good and then this is also where we get uh we've got the reverend do good but we've also got all the ghost weed ghost okay yeah you know, maybe that's what i was listening to was this the album i was listening to today this may have been the album well, i was listening it's to the same today. thing you get like what is what did he say you say ghost weed yeah ghost and weed. then by the time you're far like they're talking about how insanely high that <laughs> they try, talk somebody into trying it and the, that person's like you know shot to mars um which is funny like they have not 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 a whole lot of talk about partying from either yeah. group yeah no you know so by this point we're what 12 years deep for since yeah. since three feet came out and now all of a sudden they're really trying to quietly brand themselves as yeah. stoners yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like just a minute ago you were mad that but people you, were calling you hippies you don't want to be a hippie <laughs> what are we doing here um <laughs> so that, like i said late in the record you know I, I again i was like i i feel like we've arrived and i'm part of this i can't wait mm-hmm. by the time aoi3 comes out i'm gonna be like the local expert on yeah. one and two yeah, and like yeah. surprise people. <laughs> and, it, but cause he says it part three comes in yeah. it never comes out. Um, so I don't know how you know, three years go by and grind date comes out and just mm-hmm. completely off my radar. Yeah. Just no same um, until I stumbled upon it. Exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Okay. So 13 songs, 53 minutes. lot of critical praise yeah a lot of good beats yeah you got jay dilla common Ghostface killer flavor flav um but this was first listen no it was not it was one of those where i thought it was going to be a first and i was like no i've heard this before mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i just never came back to it and it's yeah. not bad it's no, not bad it's, at all it's really not a bad album um <clears throat> how many listens do you think you've given it the album uh top to bottom mm-hmm. maybe Maybe two. That's probably that's exactly where I am. So it's like I don't really have any opinions worth mentioning beyond it's not bad. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm just going to sound. I mean, like there's an idiot. a few songs on it that uh, I think at first I had like pulled onto other playlists because I was like, this may have been was this maybe the first album that was available on streaming. Or was it? I think you're right. I think you're right because it was outside of the window of whatever yeah. was already in place. So I think that that, that so and I was like Dayloft, right? Finally. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I you know, listened to it and found a couple of tracks that I I did enjoy. Okay. And I pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On track. Yeah. You know. So, um. 
but like top to bottom, yeah, maybe same twice. Same. Um, so I need to spend a little bit more time with it. Yeah, I do too. This completely caught me off guard. Yeah. Plug one and plug two present first serve. Yeah. Which is eight years after grind date. After grind date. And um, I guess there's a story. I'm unfamiliar with this. So uh, first serve is a fictitious hip hop duo okay that go in to do something i don't know what the story is i just i saw a couple people talk about it and one per one person was just presenting it oh they, they, they did this and another person was like it kind of takes away from it. And i was like shut the fuck up like i just want to hear the music <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um and it, it's it's really weird I, I guess it makes sense that the newer material from both outfits have there's less info Sure. Available. Like, yeah. you know, you go to uh, Three Feet's wiki page or uh, Low in Theory, and it's like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. the little scroll thing is this small because there's <laughs> so much. It's like, God. And then this is like, these guys put out this record. Here's the track listing. Yeah. It's like, huh? That's, That's all you got? Do we, can everybody still go on Wikipedia? <laughs> Why is nobody going on here? Yeah. This was completely off my radar. I didn't. I didn't know anything about this one. Um, really good opening track, mm-hmm. and it never lets up. Oh. It is, yeah. I I was like, you know, and it's sixteenth. You know, track nine. I'm like, when when's when's the shitty shit gonna yeah, come? Yeah, yeah. And then it was ten, eleven, and then I was like, I got to figure out what's going on. And that's when I found the person that was like, you know just because all the beats are perfect and the raps are fantastic and the sampling's awesome, they're still telling this story, which does a little bit of disservice. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the way through, all every yeah. track, I was like, God damn, dude. Just, and this is... This is 2012. Yeah. Discography. Yeah, 2012. Son of a bitch. 16 songs, 55 minutes. Um, but I'm super... I Who knows how many more years would have gone by... Sure. Before I listened to this, if we hadn't agreed to do this, why does it say 2020? Mm, they probably oh, read, yeah, redid something. Oh, yeah, maybe it's a remaster. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, wait, this came out two years ago, okay. three years ago, and then the anonymous nobody or and I'll- the anonymous nobody. Also, zero awareness. I was of this aware record because existing. I was super hyped that uh, Daylaw was putting out another okay, another album. Um, I don't. Okay, seventeen songs, sixty-eight minutes. You got Snoop, Pete Rock, Usher, Two Chains, David Byrne, many more, um, and it's got one good track on it. And it's it, Snoop's track. Not my favorite. Uh, track three called "Pain" was the one. Okay. That, and the one that it it's, got to you. And he doesn't show up until like two two and a half minutes deep. Yeah. And it's really good even before that. Yeah. It's he doesn't make the track awesome. Yeah. He just adds a little awesomeness to it. Yeah. Uh and so, you know, it's very very clean. It's a very clean mm-hmm. it feels very modern. Yeah. Uh but it's it's a sleepy record to me. I'm like, okay. I'm not let me see the uh the name of the the t- the track that I really love off this one. 
Exodus was track seventeen. It's the closer. It was it was okay. Royalty Capes was is is all right. Okay, that's the second track. Okay, and then um, oh no, what's the name of it? Not Trainwreck. Well, oh, Memory of Us. Okay, okay. Memory of I love that song. I mean, I this absolutely is love that song. You know, silly to sit here you know in april of 2023 and talk about you know grind date anonymous note and and be like no i'm sorry let's leave grind date up just we're talking about this record and me being like it's not that good yeah but my quick one-time hustle listen right sure. compared to the years that I've spent yeah. adoring almost all the other records. Yeah, in that yeah, po- yeah. It's Absolutely. not fair. It's no, not no, the no. same. And I, I, I fall in the same boat, right? Just because you become so attached to these, the, the classic. Yeah. Of, you know, and it doesn't matter the genre. It, it, if one of your favorite artists yep. came out with, you're automatically going to compare it to one of their earlier tracks. Right. That you absolutely. Right. Like, oh, this is their best album. This is their best song. Whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. I mean, I think that's human nature, right? Yeah. They've they both got uh, pretty wild and weird with the uh, cover art here yeah. at the tail end. So that was uh, 2016. Uh, okay, both of them, they're uh, 2016, I think. Yes, 2016. Yeah. 16 minutes, 60 minutes. Uh, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Two discs, but it's only 16 songs in 60 minutes, so interesting cho- okay. choice. Uh, you know what else uh, I just remembered about Plug One, Plug Two, Present, First Serve? I guess there's a booklet oh. with the CD that you can read along. That's why that person was like, I read along and it was taken away from what I, what I was like, well, then put it down. Put just the listen. damn booklet down. <laughs> listen to the music. What are you doing? Uh, the Space Program. Uh, yeah. Excellent opener mm-hmm. for disc one. And then the rest of the disc is kind of all over the place. Yeah. I feel like again, you're getting a lot of features. You're also getting a lot of new, you know, okay. new production, new sound, like new approaches. Uh, they're definitely um, in and out of both of both outfits for their last records are uh, not sticking solely to hip hop. Yeah, like this, they're. Like this is there's some tracks in here that are like rock. Mm-hmm. There's some tracks in here that are kind of heavy. Yeah, and there's some like some spacey stuff happening here. So, and good for them. Yeah, for hey, this is what we're yeah, doing now. It up a little bit. It can't all be uh, you know Bonita Applebum. Yeah, you know, oh. until the end of time. Yeah. Um, but Black Spasmodic is track two from Disc Two, which is also good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I track six from disc two, Conrad Tokyo. I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then it, it, it isn't, it isn't pretty cool. Like from start to finish, like the second half of the song, like, Oh, I'm kind of over yeah. this. Um, and then it closes with a track called the Donald. Okay. And I don't, I didn't look to see if they're talking about, uh, that dude, that one <laughs> person that, that, one time lived in the White House and now is probably going to go to prison. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fingers crossed. But it's... I, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got them crossed for both of us, so... Uh, 
it was it's a it's a cool track regardless of what the the topic is and it's yeah. a, a nice closer uh but i my i i owe, owe the whole record at, at least another listen because yeah. one isn't enough yeah um but and i think that's probably part of the reason that i've been going back through uh like the entire discography like listening to the entire album top to bottom it's because i just want to like still be able to appreciate the older stuff and kind of relive it, but then the newer stuff that I'm not as familiar with, I'm trying to listen to it with an open mind and without comparing it to, and it's it's tough to do. I, it's, I think tough is an understatement. It's really tough to do. It's really tough to do. I mean, um, but you know, it's like um, I haven't. I'm not. I'm not like a huge reader, and I never really have been. But I've had favorites. I have a lot of books that I have. I own a lot of books that I haven't read. As I've mentioned on here before, uh, I love the meme of the um, like. I it's a huge, dramatic, heavy eye roll, um, and it's all the books that I haven't read when they see me buying another book. <laughs> the other one is uh, the ceiling fan blades when they see me changing my sheets, but they're like completely covered in dust <laughs> um but i've had the point is that i've definitely over the years had favorite authors uh-huh. and like loved one book or four books by an author and and yeah. then and then all of a sudden not that it always not that it happened every time but come across a book and you're like oh this isn't a very good book. Yeah. It's like, but it's by you. Yeah. You're supposed to yep. just crank, only crank out A plus material, yeah. please. That like, it just keeps me turning pages. B minus is chafing my skin, you know? <laughs> so, like, it's, they're not all going to be. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Sure. Um, but that gets us through there. I mean, I think that was, I think that's maybe Man. 16 records. Golly. I think you had six from uh, Tribe and. Uh, I don't. I can't remember now. Eight or nine eight from Daylaw. Day um, crazy man. I mean, it's like the, the other thing is, uh, you know, it's never. Sadly, never, ever, ever going to be 1989 again. I know. And even 1996. Yeah. I mean, both of them put out bangers. I mean, I think that, like, and I think I said this when I was on here before, is that. <clears throat> I I really do feel like the golden age for hip hop was probably like eighty five to ninety seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think you know some of it I will I will attribute to you know kind of being more immersed in the music at that point, and then getting a little bit older, and you're like I don't really like the new guys and this this that and the other. Right? Get off but my lawn! Do do? <laughs> get off my lawn! Why yeah. is that cloud shaped that way? And, but, I, I mean, all good things change, right? Yeah, yeah. Music evolves. Yep. And, you know, I there was, a, have you ever watched the show Atlanta? No, but I have uh, just here in the last couple of weeks been uh, a couple of TikToks. Yeah. And I'm it's like, just, riveting. Amazing. And show. it's like, uh, like the first time, I'm like, what the f- fuck was it's that an amazing and then it and then it what maybe i sought out another one but either mm-hmm. way the i was like okay what has happened i pause and go to the comments and people are just like 
by the hundreds, they're like, watch this now. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so, and I remember like seeing it advertised for mm-hmm. like four seconds. Yeah. And then I, it's on a FX TV or something like anyway. that. Anyway. Like, but there's a, so there's a quote in one episode, um, where he says, I can't, he's have, uh, that one of the carriers, characters, Darius is having a, a conversation with this eccentric dude. He's okay. gone to buy this piano. Okay. From him. And he's having a conversation and and somehow the subject of hip hop comes up and he's like, Oh, hip hop, the the genre that was never really allowed to grow up or or progress or something like something to that effect. And I'm like, I guess maybe there's some truth to that, you know? Yeah. Um because People are are like, or maybe maybe up, this is growing up. Maybe yeah, and maybe this is, and I mean the stuff that's out now. My kid listens to his favorite group person right now is a guy named Yeet, Y E A T, and like I listen to it and I'm like, I can't. I I'm, I have trouble getting into it. I'm like, it's just not the same as this, right? But that's the growth, right? I'm sure when my parents were listening to, um, you know, Marvin Gaye and Luther Vandross and that kind of stuff, and then the next guys came out, like Boys to Men, and they were like, I, yeah. Youngster. Those guys. Yeah, right, right. Right? So, I mean, it's, it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. We were, we went to Town Center yesterday. Um, and we got in the car and my daughter was like, I'll, I'll DJ. I was like, all right. So I just gave her my phone. She put on like three th- songs in a row that I, that I like mm-hmm. that I don't, I never would have put on, on my own, but I'm mm-hmm. familiar enough. Like, oh, these, she's like, you're probably not going to like this next one. I was like, that's fine. I'm sure you don't like every song that I put on. And I don't remember the name of it, but it was by Papa Roach. Okay. And, uh, it's very heavy yeah and just right out of the gate and i was like oh shit all right <laughs> and then like three minutes in i was like that's enough i try you know yeah it was like look at how in one the same breath i'm like look how open-minded and encouraging i'm in the same <laughs> breath i'm like throat slash gesture right. <laughs> <laughs> uh and she goes she kind of giggled and then she goes well, what was up with that and i was like well it started shitty and then just stayed there and she goes, Dad. And I looked in the mirror. I could tell she was like, I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was that, driving the president of the Pop Roach fan club around. Right, right, right. But she was like, I, like really? I, I put that on for you to listen yeah. to. And I was like, damn, all right. Yeah, I guess that tracks. It would, yeah, I yeah, would feel yeah. the same way. Yeah. You know, if I put something on, you're like, I don't yeah. know what this shit is. But. This, yeah, yeah. I get that from my kids, man. It drives me crazy because I'm like, especially with Gabriel, because. Lauren doesn't really listen to hip hop, but Gabriel does. He listens to, like I said, his guys. So I'll send him stuff that I love, right? And I'm like, where do you think this stuff evolved from? There's a lane of listen to this. Yeah, it's good. Well, there's a a lane of that in TikTok too, where people are like, you know, the kid presents a song and the parent goes, "No, this is." the song that they are sampling. Yeah. This is the, and yeah. they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, it's happened with 
like my kids were like, I know this from, from Fortnite or I know this yeah. from TikTok or I know it's like, okay. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. Right. Whatever gets you. Music is being too. fed in your direction and that yes. mostly makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Whatever the source is, we'll yeah. get to that part in a minute. But <laughs> We'll filter through that later. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this, you know, it's like a little. This was very fun. Thank you yeah, for doing this. Yeah, absolutely, man. I told you. Um, I had a blast the first time and this time. I uh, was intimidated and anxious, and then I was thrilled to be in it. Yeah. And now that it's over, I'm a little sad. Yeah. And I'm like, what else is there that? And and, and the first things that come to mind are like the Beatniks uh-huh. and like. Um, uh, is, I can know. Is it the Rat Pack that was like Sinatra and Sammy yeah, Day? And yeah. then the Brat Pack was the eighties. Yeah. Okay, but but uh, Beatniks and the and the Rat Pack. It's like um, you've got all these talented people kind of doing uh-huh. their own thing. Yeah, and then they find like-minded folks right. and, and do other cool stuff with those people. Mm-hmm. And it's you know kind of like. I think tribe was going to be tribe regardless of day law and vice versa. Yeah. But they just, you know, uh, one of them's from Queens and the other one's from long Island. I think, okay. I mean, they're, I don't know the geography of new, but they're in the same state. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out they wound up recording in the same building. Yeah. Um, but it's just really cool that these two amazing, unique kind of nobody's ever done really anything like this before yeah and here they sprout at the same time there's a little bit of interweaving and then also they kind of stay you know Mm -hmm. doing their own thing and um it's i'm I'm sure there are other examples than the one the two that i just gave and probably better ones too but i don't think we're ever gonna have this is your golden age yeah i don't think you're ever gonna see two outfits kind of just out of the gates into the level of professionalism and sort of i don't want to say stardom but to us they're stars yeah absolutely like if you said to me um you know would you rather meet um shit who's uh what's his name that hosts um family feud uh, uh steve harvey yeah would you rather meet steve harvey or pasta noose i'd be like are you seriously yeah. asking me that question right now sorry yeah he is <laughs> and i like steve i do harvey. too he's hilarious but yeah you know no. um so i you know feel pretty blessed to yeah. have sort of been online yeah at the time that this stuff was mm-hmm. really really happening yeah. with you know all all engines I mean, uh, wild that, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Paul's boutique gets oh, yeah. the, this is the million dollar record that can never be made ever again because it was right. kind of up until that, you mm-hmm. know, was, the sampling was kind of like wild, wild west. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden everybody's like, wait a minute. Yeah. We got to pay the people. Yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah. But you know, they kind of got in there for a minute at least, yeah. you know, uh, and we're anyway. Um, and, and so again, I go back to, um, I can see, you know, uh, the finite amount of time it might take oneself to, uh, learn how to make a beat. 
because mm-hmm. um, you got basically buttons for stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't shouldn't take too much screw if you're at all musically inclined. It shouldn't take too much to get in there and mess around and figure it out. Yeah, but also there's probably a huge likelihood that you watched other people do it. Yeah, sure. So beats, okay. Yeah, uh, that's that's a skill. Yeah, um, and then there's raps. Yeah, and it's like you know pen and paper mm-hmm. uh nobody was doing anything on their phone no you know um i doubt any because i've had a couple people on here that either record or uh have a studio mm-hmm. and they they talk about punching in yeah I, and at first i didn't know what they meant but they really just mean like okay here's a here's go on a live track and I'm going to, I'm going to wrap a few bars yeah. and then you punch out, you punch out of the track. So that's a way of writing, right? Uh-huh. So you, you, you're today, your phone, you could do pen and paper, you could punch in, but I doubt that these guys, um, you know, were just around any time they wanted to write something. Yeah. The equipment's not right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, sure. You got to go into five grandma's basement and have yeah. a key to get there. For, the- <laughs> um, so, so making of the beat is a skill set. Yes. You're writing the lyrics and the raps yeah. is a skill. So now, now you've got a huge, cause there's like all these people on the ground level that could probably figure out or be taught how to make a beat. Yeah. But not everybody can write really good raps. No, absolutely. So you got a big leap and then you have a whole other leap of listening to all of this music from yeah. several different genres and identifying Little, yeah. literally seconds right. of, ooh, no, I think if we take this 11 seconds here, it fits into the song. Mm-hmm. But over here, we're going to take two seconds and we're going to loop it yeah. a bunch of times. I mean, that's, that's banana. Yeah, like, that's crazy to me. How, how do you to hear, the time. How do you even, how do you hear that? Yeah. Like yeah. If you put on a record right now, I, there, there's no way that I would be able to pick out... <laughs> Like a five-second drum solo or a guitar riff or whatever and just go, you know what? Let me pull that out. Right. Let me see. Let me mess with that. Let me, let now, me speed I, it up or slow it down. Or, I can do that, and I do you know? do that. Okay. Um, I, at one point, had, you know, I, I try to... Uh, use an intro and outro audio clip for each episode that is that I haven't used before. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what a a lot of times, you know, and I got to keep it under 10 seconds or else I get a copyright thing. Yeah. You get a Um, but when I started, is this it? No, this is it. No. Well, either way, I, I very quickly, came up with a list of uh, like 102 or 103 songs yeah um, that had cool moments in them oh okay nice um, and I would it was when I was dating a gal from St. Louis mm-hmm. and we would meet in Columbia a lot yeah and that's that was a great that was a great drive oh sure uh, two hours each way it's yeah. like not long enough to make you sleepy and yeah uh, long enough that I can Either yeah. listen to a podcast episode or listen to a whole bunch of music. So I just, anytime I heard a song that had a cool snippet in it, 
Okay. I'd either write it down or text it to myself oh, or whatever. Nice. Okay. And I was like, I got a hundred plus songs. <laughs> I won't have to, and you know, yeah. it's gone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I nest like a lot of songs. I then sit back down and I can't find it again. Like oh. this is this is, there's nothing yeah. cool in this. What, yeah. What's wrong with you? You know. <laughs> um, so I can identify. Uh, or sometimes mm-hmm. I can successfully identify you know, portion of a song that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I can sure. go, I could take that and put it here. That's yeah. the beginning and the end of all of my tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't then follow that up with a related, <laughs> unique, yeah. you know, have a, a beat underneath it mm-hmm. and rap. Yeah. On top, and then, you know, for, yeah. we haven't even talked scratches yet. Right. Um, so, I mean, what a gifted collection of yeah, absolutely. dudes. Um and of course, R.I.P. to uh, to Dave and yeah. to uh, Fife. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. But anyway, man, yeah. uh, I don't uh, I don't have anything more for you. Um, that, definitely, this was fun, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, back. absolutely. Um, appreciate you coming back, being yeah, open absolutely. to it. I had a great time. A couple of times, I you know. A lot of names come across a lot yeah. and just just for this yeah um and you know i'm i'm tempted to i've been tempted on more than one occasion to you know kind of go back to the is it uh what do they call the outfit native uh not native tongues but it's jungle brothers tribe oh. de la um yeah it's native tongues. okay it? okay yeah, yeah. um uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, I should really get into so and so's discography from that, and then I, I feel myself immediately do this because I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. Because I know I'm going to be like, yeah. but are you guys as good as Tribe yeah. and Dale? You yeah. know, which is silly, but we do it. <laughs> we do, we do. But anyway, thanks, man. All I right. appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. All thanks right. for having me back. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah. Bye. You should check out my...